I'm Dustin. I'm Sylvia. I'm Bob. And this is Movies, Movies Against, Against Time. Time. This is for talking for the fugitive. You ruined Schindler's List. All Jackie Chan movies. Boogie Nights. And Big Mama's House. Bob, this was your pick. <laughs> Picked Constantine. 2005's Constantine. It's a good way to ease into the scary movies. It's like, it's, yeah. it's scary, but in a fun way. Right. I don't know. I feel like it's scary in a depressing way. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of, <laughs> not a whole lot of levity to this movie. <laughs> Real quick. Making sure we didn't watch the wrong movie. We did watch Dylan Dog, right? Starring Brandon Ralph. Huh. Nope. Humor or frivolity, especially the treatment of a serious matter with humor or in a manner lacking due respect. Okay. Levity. I agree, Bob. There's not a lot of levity in this one. (laughs) (laughs) You had to look up the definition? (laughs) You ever hear a word a lot and it just becomes common, but then (laughs) never really know what the word means or read it or write it? (laughs) There's a couple of words like that where you're you like, I was I'm talking about levitation. I know what it is. And then, <laughs> nope, come to find out, that was not the origin of the word. Yeah. So, I enjoy it. It's it's different than a lot of other movies. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it, has, it has the tone and the, the facade of an early 2000s movie, for sure. It's got that, like, Blade, Spawn. Of course, I've... Go ahead and name movies from the 90s instead. (laughs) (laughs) But like the fiery CGI going on. Yeah. It does not, and I I appreciate this as much as think it could have helped. It doesn't have a lot of needle drops. Yeah. Like, it is just orchestra music in the background the whole time. There's no point where they kick in with some... In 2005, it would have been more like, like Rob Zombie's... Burn through the witching and burn. <laughs> yeah. Especially after Matrix came out and every movie had that soundtrack. Yeah. Nowadays it would be like the, the scene where he's fighting all those d- demons in the hospital. It would drop like Sympathy for the Devil or <laughs> it would be some classic rock. Like like Thor yeah. movies oh, have God. 18 needle drops per movie now. Yeah. This one has none. And I think one could have helped. <laughs> Splurge on one song. Maybe. I'm pretty glad you got that out of it. The first couple of scenes, you know what I got out of it? What's that? That if you are somebody that is trying to stop smoking, that is not the movie for you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I realized that right when the movie started. I was like, well, this is not one to watch. It's the same problem you can't watch Mad Men when you're trying to quit smoking. Yep. (laughs) That's what I got out of it within the first couple of seconds. Two-hour movie, and there's literally 13 cigarettes in a two-hour movie. (laughs) Which made me crack up because I'm watching Netflix the other night and it has smoking, nudity, something else on the screen. And I'm like, oh, when this movie was made, they didn't even think about smoking as a bad thing, I don't think yet. Dude, John is smoking cigarettes in the hospital elevator. Just chill with it. Walking down the hallway. I feel like in 05, it wasn't cool to smoke in the hospital anymore. Yeah. I don't think so either. I'm not sure it ever was. I don't know. Because remember... I can't say I ever seen a ashtray in a hospital. <laughs> I feel like waiting rooms were smoky. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he's just straight up walking by rooms 
Ja. Ah. He was smoking on the elevator, then he got out of the elevator and lit a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird his character had lung cancer in this movie. Yeah. That was a weird tone. I guess it's all pulled straight from the comics, but. Yeah. I wish I had gotten to see a comic. I've never seen a comic for this one, and I think yeah. that'd be very interesting. Yeah, I looked him up, and, and I got kind of like a quick crash course on it. It's it's a huge, it's it's the longest running Vertigo DC comic. Yeah. Is it? So there's more to it than a cutout of a certain section of the comic. Yeah. One of the reasons you probably had a problem finding it is it's not called Constantine or Constantine. Yeah, that was my problem. I didn't realize it was until you recently told me within like two <coughs> hours of us doing this. And I was like, oh, I have no time yeah. to look that up now. It's called <laughs> Hellblazer. Yep. It originally appeared in number 37 of the Swamp Thing sagas. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But Hellblazer is the series he's from. He's also in uh, that new Sandman movie on Netflix. Or not movie, the series. Show. Yeah. But his name is Joanna Constantine. And it's a lady. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I like that. I don't. I yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be the same person. I think it's it supposed is. to be like a relative or maybe alternate dimension or some something crap like that the the director <laughs> said that he changed it to a woman because he wanted to be as inclusive as possible yeah which tells me you had no story reason to change it to a woman it it since 1992 it has been canon that john constantine is bisexual how yeah. come you can't just have the bisexual guy in your show why has it got to be a lady yeah <laughs> i don't know that's inclusive <sighs> you know <laughs> I'm so torn over that. I mean, I like the idea of change. Don't get me wrong. I'm all for women's rights. Whatever you want to do, it's wonderful for me. But if there's not a reason about changing something that was perfectly good did, yeah. from the beginning, leave Same. it alone. Same. When I saw the reason was to make it more inclusive, that told me there was no reason for it. Yeah. When when a character's like introduced to you over and over and over again over such a amount of time, you, you become to a certain point we expect it to be a certain way there's that there's also the fact that <clears throat> the reason you changed it to a woman was to be inclusive that's the reason you changed the bisexual character <laughs> yeah, to yeah, a woman yeah, I know. you shut up you know <laughs> I think that's the same reason I get irritated when they're talking about angels and stuff like that because in the bible angels aren't supposed to have a sex Right. And all the movies put them, they have them with some sort of either female, oh, yeah. male, mm -hmm. when you don't need it. You just don't need it. And I think that's why I love Gabriel's character in this one. It is a female, but you don't feel like she's super feminine in it. So well, I do like her a lot. In the Bible, angels are described as like monsters. <laughs> they're yeah. like giant globs of eyeballs with wings and stuff. Like they're not <laughs> described as human-like at all. No. Yeah, it said said man was created in God's image. It didn't say angels were. Right. <laughs> if you're just tuning in now, this is the Bible podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of makes more sense because you're thinking about it. Most of the demons that you have, they're just angels that have fallen at some point in time. They're different lower angels. Yeah. So I don't know. they shouldn't look too much different than the angels to the demon. Is that like something that's in the Bible that angels hate human beings? Because I've seen it in movies so many times. What's well, the whole reason Lucifer was <laughs> Angel, struck angels to hell? Angels just always hate was... humans. <laughs> I don't think they were meant to hate humans at first. I just think jealousy happened and 
They've fed off of that so much. They were supposed to be here to protect us. I don't read the Bible. I Honestly, I can't be part of this conversation. <laughs> I've not read it. I'm going to get to it. It's on the list of things to read. <laughs> I have, truthfully, I have every intention one day <laughs> to sit down and find an All audio the book and start on it. <laughs> it was all the bagats got me out of it. I literally sat down with the Bible multiple times and you get to the bagats and it's like, man, there's like a, ch- a chapter and a half of bagats <laughs> and I'm done. I'm out. You had me at bagat. <laughs> so a lot of stuff in this movie is cool as hell. Like we start out in like a desert in Mexico with a couple of guys just scavenging. It seems like. Yeah. Look like they were just scrap hunting. Yeah. One of them steps through an old board that's under the the sand. And I was going to mention the fact that why would you just reach into a black hole you just made in the ground? But <laughs> yeah. then we, we all sat down and watched that uh, everything wrong with Constantine in 10 minutes, the yeah. Sins video. And it feels like a lot of the stuff I was going to bring up, I shouldn't even. It just feels <laughs> weird for us in the room now. <laughs> yeah. They said like seven of the things I was going to say and took, <laughs> took the steam out of it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he reaches in the hole and pulls out the Spear of Destiny. Does anybody know what that the history of that is? No. Yeah, that's supposedly. I mean, Jesus wasn't killed by crucifixion; he was killed by the spear from a soldier. Yeah, that's while while he was on the cross. There's another movie with it in it, isn't there? <clears throat> uh, yeah, one of the librarian movies. <laughs> I it's feel- actually called the Librarians: The Spear of Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I probably watched every movie about Jesus. And it is a real thing. It's in a museum. Between the years of like two and seven. But by this time, I've forgotten them all. (laughs) Holy Hitler was hunting for that thing because he thought it would help him win the war. Was that in Hellboy? He found it. I don't know. I feel like something like that. He found it and he had it. And then... The allies seized it from him, and three days later, he killed himself. Oh, no. <laughs> so he went crazy because of it. <laughs> Probably, yeah, maybe. Because he had Or, a- or he was just crazy to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of leading toward the latter. <laughs> That'd be considered an angelic re- weapon. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, we should just switch this to Supernatural, because this sounds better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Constantine would be one of those guys working right alongside them. Yeah, <laughs> that should be an episode. They I mean, need really, to put that on the thing. That's basically what Sam and Dean are. They're just Constantine <laughs> splitting the yeah. two people. But just from hearing like a play-by-play of the comics, a quick one, there is so much to that <laughs> comic series. So many yeah. cool things they could have put in. I'm excited for the for the remake. Or not remake, the, the sequel. sequel. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. I don't understand why it's taken them so long because it has such a good story base. This would have been awesome to have a whole. This would be a dope franchise. The sequel was only announced, what, a week ago from us recording this? Yeah. Roughly. Mm -hmm. It's been talked about. It's going to be a while. So it's it's probably not going to be 2023. It'll probably be 2024. Right. But Keanu Reeves has mentioned on several different talk shows that he wanted to. Come back as Constantine. I do hope another one. they don't shave Keanu. <laughs> yeah. He needs that stubble, man. <laughs> He's got that magic never age look like Tom Cruise has and, and uh, what's his name? Ant-Man. Kinda, yeah. Paul Rudd. Until you shave him. <laughs> yeah. Don't you shave Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. I'm glad he doesn't do any kind of like 
Yeah, he kind of needs that like same look he got in John Wick. Yeah, yeah. he needs that look <laughs> because when you shave it, you see the you see the seams and the jowls, and it's like, and it's d- more power to him for not having work done. Oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's I dope. agree. Yeah, like you're gonna tell me Tom Cruise hasn't had work done? No, that dude is work. <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise made a deal with somebody. I don't want to mention. He, I don't, <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. He did interview the vampire, and he met a real one. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. As crazy as it sounds, I feel like Brad Pitt's another one that's not getting work done. Exactly. The same movie. But he's, well, Brad Pitt's aging, though. But he's aging like. He's aging really well. Well, yeah. yeah. (laughs) He gets older and handsomer, and it's not fucking fair. (laughs) Don't be jelly. I'm a little jelly. (laughs) I think a lot of that has to do with the kind of skin you have, like, naturally. Like, some people have, like, a thinner skin. Some people have thicker skin. Mm Mm-hmm. I think the thicker skinned people age better. <laughs> I don't know, but I hope his ch- children have good genes too. I'm sure he can afford the best genes. I'm talking <laughs> not Levi. Yeah. That was a crazy moment though when he grabs that spear and just starts walking and then gets fucking plowed by, that car. by a car. Yeah. That was awesome seeing the car and den just and everything else. In the middle of the desert, wherever they are. No noise. Just- yeah. No buildup of an engine. No the car, nothing. The car's not making any noise. Yeah. You can practically hear crickets chirping. Yep. Poof. <laughs> it was insane. I I love and hate when movies do that. Like uh the remake of <clears throat> The Wicker Man with uh Cage in it. Yeah. There's a moment Oh, it's when he in the beginning when he's grabbing some doll for a kid, a little shitty girl that threw it out the window. And then the car gets hit by like a bus. And it's it's meant to be a jump scare. But it's funny to me that there's <laughs> right. no no engine, no rev, no nothing. Yeah, you hear silence. nothing. And it's just <laughs> that. Yeah. It's like a Family Guy fall. When in Family Guy, a character falls and they just there's no frames between falling and hitting the ground. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> That's how I, I mean, feel about in this that. movie. This was like a wide open place too. It's not like he stepped up from behind a bus, a van, or... of just a desert. Yeah. And then oh, El Camino <laughs> doing. Considering how deep his body got crushed into that car. Oh man. Like how fast do you think that car was going? Uh, 85, 90 miles 100? over the speed limit in the <laughs> desert? <Yeah. laughs> it's just insane. Yeah, he gets up to like past the dashboard. Car almost flipped, o- car. flipped over it, hit it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> You're halfway to two motorcycles from one car at this point. <laughs> yeah. But that sends him on his journey. I don't even know his name. Does he give a name in this one? I don't think so. Because he's, <laughs> he's not Maman or Maman. He's just a guy possessed by the spear. Yeah, I don't think they gave him a name in this. The Traveler, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be an archaeologist. He was just, he didn't find it doing research. <laughs> Found it by accident. Well, I guess we can just call him Britney Spears for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, scavenger number one and scavenger number two. Ah. I think he was scavenger one. I wonder if those are Hispanic names. <laughs> the girl in the beginning that was possessed is just possessed girl. Huh. <laughs> she don't even have a name. Another good scene. I they start this movie off right. I guess it's the director's first film. It was, yeah. Yeah, and and I think all the gold stars to this they, man. They wanted they wanted somebody that was young, up and coming and trying to make a name for himself. Yeah. They picked a good one. Yeah. Part of me though, the cynic in me, when when studios say that, "Oh, we're looking for a young, you know, inexperienced I always feel like the studio is basically saying, we're looking for someone that we can tell what to do for the entirety of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Francis Lawrence. 
I'm sure he's gone on to make some pretty good stuff. He's actually, isn't he in talks? He's supposed to be. Man with two first names. He's supposed to be the director of the the sequel too, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're bringing it back for it, yep. Well, That's the only three names I heard that were confirmed was Keanu Reeves, Francis Lawrence, and whoever, I got to find the guy that played the devil. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish they would just, like, it's not hard to recast. Peter Stormare. Stormare. I'm cut. Are they bringing back Gabriel, whichever? Not I so far. Don't know yet. The only announced ones are the three he mentioned. Yeah. The director and two actors. I just think it's kind of interesting how <laughs> they end it with her being human. <clears throat> If you how think, she deals. few things that I read said that they're expecting to get Rachel Weiss, Tilda Swinton, Vice. Shia LaBeouf, and Dijman Hansu back. Now, here's the thing, though, you know? Why try to get Shia LaBeouf back? I understand in 2005 thinking he might be good for now, the movie. He didn't become an angel, right? He kind of... Like a half He angel. became one of those halflings, they call him. Yeah. That's what I thought. But why, though, you know? Yeah. In 2005, he was making Transformers. They tried to give him a, an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. I get he, he was like a hot prospect back then. But we're now in 2022, and our eyes have been opened, you know? Yeah. We know better than some things, and we don't need him in the movie. Don't fight <laughs> for it. I really, I'm surprised, and, and this is going to be something me and Bob argued about a little bit before the show, but when I saw him in this movie, I immediately knew I'm like, oh, he's my problem with this movie. <laughs> and you know what? He's not. They yeah. are so, they just sprinkle in the LaBeouf. Yeah, just a little bit yeah. here and there. They just touch, the, it's just a touch of LaBeouf. His, a couple of his lines are like the only comic relief in the whole movie. And that sucks. <laughs> that was a problem I had. Because in the comics, yeah. Constantine is like a wry, sarcastic, smart-ass. funny smartass. Yeah, yeah. And in this one, he's just playing. There was I, a couple things he said here and there that were kind of. In Point Break, we kind of, I kind of shit on Keanu Reeves acting a lot, but that that episode never came out, so I can do some <laughs> in this one. It feels like he doesn't know who Constantine is during the filming of the movie. Yeah, he's doing that emotionless. Uh, I don't remember what Neo's name was before. Oh, Mister Anderson. Yeah, Thomas Anderson. He's doing the Thomas Anderson in this, where he has no emotion, and that's a choice, I guess. But it's not. It's just something he relied on a lot. <laughs> it, it's nothing he's nothing he cuts his wrists open and doesn't make a grimace he just nothing yeah he's he's got nothing <laughs> and there's a whole movie but the character's not he meant getting, to be stoic there was one point he got a little bit upset when they when uh he was talking to gabriel in the beginning and she was saying basically there's no way there's no chance you're ever going to get into heaven yeah he, he you kind of saw a little bit of motion there there's one like, frust- <laughs> like frustration kind of that's about it yeah <laughs> I feel like the character he's supposed to be portraying should have more more anger and more faith all at the same time. Because if he's fighting these demons so he can get to heaven, I just feel like it shouldn't feel so blasé, I guess, yeah. about what he's doing. Now, I will say, I do like that little touch on it, and Tilda Swinton mentions it too. It's like, you, you don't have faith. <clears throat> I have faith. I know. No, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the same as having faith. But I would argue, well, if I know, then I can't have faith. Yeah, it's not. Because I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Faith comes from not knowing, but believing. Right. <laughs> but I did like that little touch on it. Like, yeah, you know, you know, but you <laughs> just kind of puts them in a catch-22, though. Yeah. <laughs> so now, nothing, you don't give me an out. <laughs> now I don't, have, I don't have a way to do it. I didn't like the choice to make Rachel Vice a twin. 
I felt like yeah. there's already a lot of not a lot of, but there's a there's a few confusing things in this movie and adding a twin to it to someone that's trying to watch it and understand what's going on just kind of muddies it. And there's like even in the story, there's no real reason for her to be a twin, other than we didn't want to have a different actress to play yeah, her sister. But, well, no, I think the reason for her being the twin was because the sister kept seeing having visions and seeing these things. Mm-hmm. And she had the exact same thing, and they were they were twins, is why they both had the same. I suppose so. Yeah, that, that, that's about the only real reason I could see for it. But. Or they could just be sisters who are both psychic. <laughs> yeah, is that's what they are. Right. Yeah. If they were born two years apart, I don't think that changes the fact that they're sisters that are psychic. Yeah. It well, just feels like I don't know. I, you can see somebody like say say you have a brother. You could you could be born psychic, but years later your brother's born and he doesn't have it. If you're, We're talking I, about a make believe thing. But though. if you're identical <laughs> identical twins, that yeah. you'd think that would almost guarantee they both have the same thing. But I, <laughs> in 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 the, before just before it it is make believe. We're right. talking yeah. about a thing that doesn't exist yeah, in real life. I mean, so whole, does it have to be? Yeah, a twin? this is a fictional movie, of course. But <laughs> the twin thing makes it confusing when I'm looking at two different, especially if you're going to play it that she's seeing her sister kill herself, but it's her. But it's her sister. It just seems like you're really confusing us for no reason right in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I feel like they went with the twin thing because they didn't want to do a backstory on either of them very much because I don't really feel emotional towards either one of them. I don't, they didn't give me anything to care about what's happening to them in the beginning. (coughs) Yeah. Before, before it was revealed they were twins was definitely confusing. Because you see her kill herself, and then she's alive as a cop. Yeah. <laughs> There's <laughs> nothing there to make you feel anything for either one. Yeah. I think it was unneeded. I, I agree with you. It was unneeded. They could have done it a different way. The other we thing, didn't need the twins. The other thing I thought was confusing with her character was, in the beginning, she was talking about, I knew exactly where to shoot. Yeah. Like, how like what <laughs> they didn't they didn't like explain that until later on when she they started talking about she was psychic right that that was another thing that was very confusing for a while i I kind of got that, but it was just like more not wanting to go into depths about the past to me it was I have these feelings, but I won't admit that I can see anything anymore. I've shut this out, but this is the this is the shadow. This is the only thing left from my childhood. I just know how to kill people and find the bad guys. Yeah. I don't know. It just a lot of times when they do the twins thing in movies, I get confused. Yeah. <laughs> and it's and but usually they're doing it in a way to play that get confused thing. And this one yeah. they're just doing it because wouldn't it be cool if they're twins, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like if it's already a make-believe power, yeah, you, can, you can give it to two siblings that aren't born the same minute. <laughs> I don't know if they took this whole storyline from this movie from the comics. I was maybe, getting ready to say that, Maybe too. it had yeah. something to do with that, too. Maybe That's, they were twins in the comics. Right. I don't know if, if Rachel Weiss's character is actually a character from the comics. I mean, I know I know there was comics about Constantine, but I never really read them, so I don't right. tell you that. <laughs> I just got a brief, a brief summary of them this morning <laughs> while I was bathing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're in your scrubby tubby bubby? You get the pages wet? Um, no, it was it was blaring from my cell phone, Uh, which is destroyed now. I I should not have brought that in there. (laughs) Old cell phone comic books. Yeah, (laughs) but I'm not gonna. I mean, that's 
that that's not even worth dropping a point on a rating for me that the fact that they're twins i just i just it just felt like they didn't need to be and it could have been a little yeah. less confusing if they weren't i did like we touched a little bit on the possessed girl in the beginning that's that whole scene's really cool yeah <laughs> and in and, and that scene would be one reason why i would forgive what me and you kind of argued about earlier about the devil if, yeah. if if the demons were only presented as these animalistic like the vermin man Right. The bug guy that attacks them. Oh, yeah. If they were just represented as that. Bugs and crabs. Yeah. Or or (laughs) the demon from the beginning with half the head all acting animalistic in the mirror. Yeah. Then it's okay that that Satan would be this animalistic kind of biting at the chomps. Or bit. Chomping at the bit. Not biting at the chomps. (laughs) Chomping at the bit kind of guy. But then they introduce all these cool calm collected demons in, in midnight's bar and then you get Gav- gavin rosdale who by the way does a great job in this movie for just a singer yeah that's the guy glycerine bush oh uh, yeah i'm horrible with the names of singers He's the, one that does the... <laughs> the band bush has the song Gl- glycerine right. yeah I, I know the song i just yeah. didn't know he was also it. married to gwen stefani until she left him for uh what's his name there in the voice Cowboy guy. Blake Shelton. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's great in this. And I guess he's, he's, there's like three or four different movie roles. Yeah. Which surprised me. But even, even he was in disguise mm-hmm. as a human. As like a businessman. Yeah. Once the holy water hit him, it melted away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he acted so, like, even when him and, and Constantine have their little problem in Midnight's office right here. Look, that's, that's a pretty calm and collected dude. Yeah. He's actually getting the upper hand on Constantine. He wins this, by the way. Yeah. I feel like every time Constantine comes into a battle with somebody with his voice, they always win. He always blows his gun. He's never calm, collected, or anything. I, I didn't kind of understand. I guess halflings. <clears throat> the halflings thing's a little muddied. I don't even know yeah. if they talk about that in the comics. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's demons are not a lot there. They can ride us, but they can't be here on the real world. And then they're like, here's the demon bar. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes to the demon bar and tells Maybe Midnight, I was attacked by a demon outside. You know that's impossible. Now watch out for all the demons on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like they're all halflings and they're just not giving the right name. Okay. Hmm. Oh, that guy Dijmon and everything I've I, seen him in. I good. think. And everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the demons are the ones that can't put on human faces. They can't disguise themselves at all. They have to come out looking like the bugs and all those weird shapes. But then monsters. later on, like, one of the... I was watching the special features on the DVD. They were, like, the the, behind, the deleted scenes. Did you watch the deleted scenes? Yeah. Because you have the same DVD I do. Yeah. Did you watch it with the DVD or director commentary? I did, yeah. Yeah. Talking about Michelle... Is it Monahan? Mahone? Mahoney? Right. Michelle Monahan. Monahan. She had a pretty big chunk of this movie, but she was just cut. Essentially, she was all but cut out of this movie. And it wasn't for her performance. It was just story. There was a few scenes that were cut out of her. I think think they left a couple in just to give her any something. Yeah. I think the only time you really see her is at the end when he does the holy water. And she's the one that says holy water. Right. But originally, she's like his on again, off again fling, like his oh, friend yeah. with benefits. They're they're dating in a, in a way, not like she's a demon. She's a she's a succubus that was kicked out of hell. 
is, is what her character is in the comics. And so they bone, but that's it. They're just like, he visits her, bones her. And then the director decided, you know, it should be, Constantine should be more alone. He should feel like an alone person. So we, we cut her out for that reason. That which loner kind of thing. I completely agree with him. The scenes look cool. Like when she's laying in the bed with her tail going under the sheets, <laughs> yeah. that looks cool as hell. But I understand what he's saying. He, he needs to be alone. And that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. They always take like creative liberties with movies when they're adapting them from something else. But in the comics, she is just called the demon. She's a succubus and she's a demon yeah. and she's just here. So they're kind of weird with the rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing happens a lot. A lot of movies. Yeah. Take movies from comics, take movies from books, all that stuff. I mean, you were talking about something with Harry Potter. There, there's so much stuff from Harry Potter. It doesn't match the movies, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's different in Harry Potter. In this one, they they literally tell you <laughs> 30 seconds after you see a demon bar, you know there's no such things as demons on Earth. Yeah. But you're in my demon bar. <laughs> right. But isn't that what he was talking about, where the demon's just riding the humans, where they're, like, possessed? I get... We've seen that in the beginning of the movie. We've seen right. that girl in bed screaming. Right. But that one... On I thought that ceiling. one they were saying, that one was actually trying to come through and get out of her. I guess. I don't know. The other ones, I think they were just possessed and, like he said, just riding us <laughs> like suits. <laughs> That's the impression I got from it. I don't know. They melt. That unless unless they can yeah. ride us like a suit, and then if somebody puts holy water on us, we melt into nothing in our face. <laughs> Maybe. <disappears>. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know. No. They don't, they don't go enough into explaining that. <laughs> I would imagine the demon when he takes over would be the person should be killed afterwards, like the. Bu- the human body, the human soul it just can't pushes their soul out and takes. Yeah, it. <laughs> can't hold it. But but that's going on supernatural planning. <laughs> Most of them die after their. Well, even in super in supernatural, the person can come back. Somebody got possessed as long as their body didn't get. Damage to the point of no return. I feel like most of the time their body gets damaged from no return <laughs> with these movies. Yeah, well, they're fighting <laughs> Sam and Dean, so you're going to fuck them up. <laughs> I keep looking at the back of this tape like it's my notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's going to help you. Yeah, I don't know. I did like in that in that possession scene in the beginning, though, when the guy, when he's like, close your eyes, don't look in the mirror. And yeah. the one guy looks and his hair just turns white. That was oh, yeah, cool. That's yeah. cool as hell. That was well. Yeah, that was a really cool choice and it's something you don't see a whole lot you hear about it it's in that song that uh what's that band once there was this boy who got into an accident and didn't come to school and when what is that band i know the song i can't think of it his hair had turned from black into bright white I don't think I've ever heard it. This sounds good. That's just because I'm singing it and I'm I'm classically trained. Mm-hmm. What about Rachel Vice is the worst at wet t-shirt contests, you know? <laughs> yeah. How many times do they tease us with a wet t-shirt scene? And but unfortunately the actress is was born without nipples. <laughs> yeah. You're so wrong. She's wearing a black bra and everything. No, well, no. She (laughs) is wearing a black bra out of nowhere in the tub scene that she wasn't wearing earlier. But in that first scene where she jumps, or her twin, because we're getting confused because they're twins. But when she jumps off of that that hospital and then lands in the water and is floating there, there's no black bra. 
They just digitally removed the actor's nipples, I think. It kind of seemed that way. Or they just never existed. Because she <laughs> is a halfling. I didn't pay that much attention. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. I was just, I, I peeked at Bob's and notes just before the for show the fact, and I was going to pull it up first. <laughs> oh, yeah. When she's in front of the window with the angel or you with Mary, me. she is wearing the black bra there. She she's is. not imaginary. She is. You stole my nipple notes? <laughs> I did. I peeked in your nipple notes. You're right. They, they established the black bra right there. See? But they don't establish it in the hospital scene. That's because it's a different girl, I think. It's her sister. Doesn't have and her sister there. does not have nipples. Well, they're identical, so neither one of them did. Only one of that's a little known <laughs> fact about twins. Only one of them gets nipples. <laughs> we just lost every that's, twin. That's the part where they actually separate that listen to our podcast. Dude, if we really lost all the twins that listen to our podcast, we just lost 90% of our podcast. It's so weird. I found that out. You, there's a uh, website you can get on that gives you your demographic. It turns out us, 90% twins. <laughs> weird. Yeah. If you're a twin, write in matpod at mail.com. Seems like we should do the movie Twins next. <laughs> I've never heard of it. No. <laughs> is that the one where Danny DeVito has a baby? And the baby is Arnold Schwarzenegger? Oh, um, I think you just blended two movies together. Ah. But I'm going to make a mental note and call Universal. Yeah, and we need to get this made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, just, what the fuck? you just broke me a little bit. Somehow I imagined Arnold Schwarzenegger as a baby crying. <laughs> I didn't just want that formula. Come on. You know what broke me a little bit? I watched Batman Returns again the other day for the first time in forever. Yeah. Just because I had the tape. It shows it shows Pee Wee Herman and his wife throw the baby in the in the water. Yeah. Right? And then it says 33 years later. <laughs> Penguin in that movie, Danny DeVito in that movie, is 33 years old. I'm yeah, the same not, age as the Penguin, and it made me feel bad. I don't know how old Danny DeVito actually was, but his character looked like he was about 60. Yeah, no, 33, man. <laughs> it's just the sewage ages you. Yeah, I guess. Gotham got some rank water. <laughs> it's time for us to take one of our patented breaks. One of our classic Movies Against Time breaks. Enjoy. The mirror thing did bug me. Another thing I was going to bring up until we all watched that clip where they mention it in the in the YouTube clip. But yeah. when they bring that mirror in, and it's it, it looks so cool. He's like, smile pretty, you vain bastard. And the demon is vain. It is looking in the mirror and enjoying it. And it's, yeah. that's cool as hell. But then when they pull the rope to send the mirror out the window and it gets stuck. Oh, yeah. And he's like, pull harder. No, 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 no. I used to move furniture for a living. You just got to angle it a little bit. (laughs) If you could just tilt that bad boy about 15 degrees, you are golden. No, pull harder. (laughs) Just tilt it about 15 degrees. I kept thinking about friends when Ross is moving the couch. The couch. staircase. Yeah. He's like, pivot. 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 (laughs) Pivot. Yeah, just pivot that mirror, please. <laughs> He's yelling out the window to, to Shia LaBeouf to move the car. Yeah. and like, he, He's like, fine, I moved it. He moved it like three feet. Yeah, he gets what he deserves. <laughs> yes, he did. Somebody's telling you to move a car. You move the car. Yeah, when he's hanging out of a window above your car, <laughs> there's probably a good reason he wants you to move it. <laughs> I don't think... 
I understand when a movie's made, like writers write dialogue and, and it's up to the actors and the director whether or not they want to, you know, verbatim say the dialogue or make it their own. Yeah. Like nobody can write, nobody can write lines for Christopher Walken the way he talks. Yeah, no. He's going to change it and it's going to be fine. It's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like for Shia LaBeouf's character, they wrote the most basic I would say NPC in a video game version <laughs> yeah, of the of. lines like, hey, we don't talk enough. We should talk more. Oh, I guess I'm talking to myself type of shit. Like where yeah. anybody off the street could write that version of that. I love these long talks we have as he's walking away. It's not funny. Yeah. It's not funny. It, it's 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 like placeholder lines for, yeah. for a better line to come in during shooting. Right. And it doesn't. <laughs> it, it sucked. For for yeah, me, I mean, really, I feel like the movie could have done without him at all. It could have, <laughs> it could have. And again, like I said, beginning of this movie, I'm like, he's going to be my problem with this movie. He's not. He's just, he's fine. Yeah, he's yeah. just fine in this. It blew me away when he started spitting out all that Latin. That was cool. Later on, that tripped me out. I yeah. was like, wait a minute, because <laughs> he is, he is Constantine's apprentice in yeah. a weird way. He is, so yeah. he would know a little bit of something. <laughs> It seems like he's always studying, trying to find out stuff. Even yeah, but even even Keanu Reeves looked at him when he when he started doing that. Like, uh-uh. where the hell did you get that from? <laughs> yeah, it's just so unbelievably unexpected based on the way his character was the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always all the time complain about CGI, and in this one for for two thousand five, I'm gonna go ahead and say it: the CGI holds up. Yeah, it looks fine. It looks I good. Like the hell scenes a lot. The hell scenes are weird. I was confused about. The reason behind why hell's like that. Yeah. Why are there cars in hell? <laughs> why is there a Toyota in hell? <laughs> I read something that they based on the they based the look of hell on the aftermath of a nuclear explosion. So is hell in the future? I don't know. <laughs> I feel- they just based the appearance of hell on that. So I don't. Like, I couldn't tell like somebody had to manufacture those cars. Yeah. <laughs> there had to have been like a Ford plant making Fords for <laughs> yeah. those Fords to be in hell. What did the cars do wrong to go to hell? Yeah. Oh, are they evil cars? <laughs> yeah. Is Christine down there? Yeah. Constantine Christine. It's like the same. <laughs> I kind of like to look at it as our world's just duplicated in hell. And there's no one that cares about it. Like, hell is the worst version of our world. Yeah, like, they both started out the same way, but there was no one that cared about anything, so it just deteriorated and broke down, and the only thing you kind of have left is what you're seeing. Yeah. It's cool as hell. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not cool. No pun intended. (laughs) Yeah. Was not intended, but damn. (laughs) Dang it. Man, a lot of my speech is (laughs) hell-based. I love, is it Beeman? Yeah. With the ears and the glasses? Yep. <laughs> he lives, now he, is, it, again, you blink and you miss it, but he lives behind the ball return in a bowling alley. Yeah. That's Which where he cool is right hell. now. Yeah. They have more that's his, scenes. That's his like little supernatural shop. Yeah. <laughs> they have scenes explaining it that they cut out for time. Yeah. Like there's a whole bowling alley scene. We, we get the outer, we get the exterior shot of the bowling alley. But we never get inside of it. There's a scene inside of it that kind of sets up that he's living behind the alleyways. I, don't, I guess we don't need it, but I only knew that. Like I watched the movie Friday and only knew he was behind the alleys from watching the director commentary of the deleted scenes. Oh yeah. Other than that, I just thought he was in a weird office. 
And and not only that, this bowling alley that he's living behind the lanes of, <clears throat> Constantine's apartment is upstairs from that bowling alley. Yeah. That makes <laughs> sense why it took him such a little bit of time to get there. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's not really explained in the movie though. I, I almost feel like they don't t- they don't tell you that at all. Yeah. Unless I was the first time I saw it, I think I was really confused about what all that machinery was that was moving around him. Yeah. Down that hallway. <laughs> That's I wasn't. Yeah. You knew it was a bowling alley? Yeah, because they show a scene really quick with it kind of looks like a bowling alley. And then if you have a reference to Scooby-Doo, they have one where they go behind to kind of show you what it was. So I had an idea already what it was supposed to look like from behind. I've seen the back of a bowling alley. I've watched X-Files. Okay. (laughs) There's there's an episode of X-Files. It's very clear what the back of a bowling alley looks like. Plus right here, they come in and you tell it's a bowling alley. Uh, Okay. I almost got thrown down in a ball return when I was a kid. You still might if you don't lose this attitude. A little kid. <laughs> I think I was probably like four years old, something like that. See, I ran all the way down the alley and went behind where the pins get stood up. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only reference I had to a bowling alley or a thought behind it when I was little was you just don't drop a bowling ball on your foot because my uncle had. Yeah, that's a bad and, thing. Yeah. So my uncle had done that when he was young, like real young, and his toe, his big toe was completely black still, the nail was, and it was very pearl feeling or looking, and I was like, that is what you never do. You never drop one of those things on your toes. (laughs) It deforms your feet. I dropped a battery from a rechargeable drill on my toe two days ago. Ouch. It's still black and blue. Oh, man. (laughs) Horrible things. (laughs) I had an airplane turbine fall into the top of my roof and come through into my bedroom and hit my toe like three minutes ago. Huh. <laughs> Weird. So I too can relate. Is your middle name Donnie? Uh, it's, it's Dustin Darko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was pretty cool as Constantine's running to get to him. You see the bees kind of come out of his mouth. And- Not the bees! Or his eye, and then when he gets there, his whole body is covered like on Candyman with just with bees. And that's the only other thing I've ever seen with bees like covering a body like that. Now, you thought bees. I just saw bugs. I didn't think bees when I saw it. Maybe it was bugs, but it reminded me of Candyman. So maybe I decided to switch it in my head. But it was the same concept, covered with nasty crawly things that fly. (laughs) Originally in the film, that scene... Constantine does that trick or the power he has with the tattoos on his forearm to Yeah, that was another cut one. Yeah, try to make whatever was doing the be- the bees or the bugs attack Beeman to make them show themselves. Yeah. But he starts coughing and can't do it. Yeah. And the director decided that instead of having one attempt, just have it work really good one time in the movie. Yeah. And that makes sense too. There is a weird cut, and they talk about it in you in the YouTube video that we just watched. But I I, I was going to mention it where they they're in the room, they're looking at the body covered in bugs, and then yeah. it cuts to Weiss standing behind Constantine, it cuts back to Constantine, and the body's just gone, <laughs> which is like. They, but you're going to get that when you're when you're cutting so much. He yeah. he cuts big chunks from this for certain reasons that all legitimate reasons but you're you're cutting big chunks and just someone yeah. who edits a podcast audio like <laughs> i can tell you if, if i just went in there willy-nilly and started cutting stuff it would make no sense <laughs> you gotta yeah. you gotta leave in things <laughs> yeah a lot of times they cut important stuff just just to make make it shorter 
mm-hmm. just for theaters. You don't, so they're not going to see a three or four hour movie. Right. <laughs> I did like the touch of them meeting over and over again. Oh, yeah. And Constantine just knowing that's how this stuff works. He was in the elevator in the hospital and the yep. door shut and she was trying to get in. And then later in the church. Yeah. And she starts to mention that when she goes to his apartment. Like, we met each other. Yeah, I know. And then again, <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> like, he just keeps cutting her off with, how about that? There was a part that did kind of, like you were talking about how, how the comic book character is real sarcastic and stuff. When she was telling him that her sister died or committed suicide, but it was murder. <laughs> and he, he was re- kind of real sarcastic yeah, yeah. with her then, too. Oh, a, a crazy person <laughs> killed themselves? That Weird. can't be right. <laughs> I feel like there should have been a little bit more humor to it, though. Like, it, yeah, it, it's it's sarcastic, yeah, but not funny, you know? And then we get, like you said, our our, our comic relief was Shia LaBeouf, and he's it was barely. not funny. Yeah. <laughs> Just a couple snarky comments is all. I'm not saying every movie has to be funny if it's if it's dealing with ser- serious tones, but this character from the comics is known to be a witty, dry, right. funny guy. Speaking of dry, how about the way to travel back and forth from hell? <laughs> that was yeah interesting. <laughs> you have to be touching water because there's a lot of water in hell. Yeah, he didn't ever answer that question. I thought she asked him, "Is there water in hell?" And he's like, and he just avoided it. He didn't answer it. And it's, and it's the question we're all wanting to ask, because that was yeah. what he said. It's like, oh, the best way to transition between hell and earth is water. Water's halfway there or something. Yeah. <laughs> and it was also the cat, because it has one foot in this world and one foot in the other world. Yeah. That's why I had to use poor duck, the poor blue Russian cat. <clears throat> that nothing happens to, and it's just fine. It's fine, but still. <clears throat> oh, my God. How... how- foul would have been if it cut back to him on earth and he just had squeezed the cat too hard oh god i was wondering why he didn't have the cat when he was in hell that, 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 that was his key yeah that was his key to get there <laughs> do you have anything that was hers uh this cat perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're already halfway between yeah that's kind of shitty man i don't know if cats are just half hell what is that supposed to mean <laughs> yeah well, it comes. Their to predators the, are evil. Yeah. <laughs> it goes to the Egyptians that they were the guardians of the gate. They were the protectors to keep the evil mm. out. Yeah, I do remember something about reading something about that. Yeah. So there's a backstory to why <coughs> cats are very that why you see them at Halloween and why witches have them. Now, woman, on mm. a scale from one to ten, how much do you want the tub in this movie? About eight. About eight. That's fair. You know, it looks like a big tub, but Rachel Weiss is actually a really small woman. <laughs> yeah. I've always liked tubs that aren't connected to walls. They oh, always yeah. feel bigger to me. The, I had... Like the, the clawfoot tubs? Yes. I had two during my life, and they was with the best bubble bass. And <laughs> let me tell you, I saw one the other day, and I want it badly. <laughs> Probably three times during watching this movie, I kept thinking to myself, I want to watch Devil's Advocate. (laughs) 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 It feels so Devil's Advocate to me. Maybe it's the fact that he always has to wear the white button up with the tie. Devil's Advocate, he's wearing that because he's a lawyer. I do feel bad for the tub when it explodes because that's just wrong. Yeah. (laughs) I like the touch that they're always smoking when they come back. That's cool. Yeah. You know, almost steam coming off of him. Almost that's cool as hell. And at this point, I just can't say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they have to be submerged into water just so they don't go up in flames. That would be a better way to explain it. 
Because they always look like they're ready to, um, what's it, what's it called when you just go spontaneously and, combust? Yes. Yeah. That's what they look like to me. And kind of like how she's out of it and kind of sounds like she's going crazy when she's having all these visions in her head. Doesn't matter. I like how she plays that part a lot. Like when she made her little trip down to hell when she was in the bathtub and he was holding her down. Anybody else feel weird about him having zero expression on his face? No, dude, they, because it's the whole movie. <laughs> like, yes, again, he should have had a, a expression on his face. <laughs> but he's playing the character like he's not really sure how the character feels at all. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's been some remorse on his face that he doesn't want her to go through this. And he's. it feels like he's almost killing her. She doesn't understand. Yeah, well, when I was kind of poking fun at his acting in Point Break, it felt like, well, he hasn't done this a lot, and he's nervous, and he's new at acting. For this yeah. one, it just feels like he's making a choice that it borings up the movie. Kind of, a little bit, yeah. He actually said before the mo- before making the movie that uh, he had no idea how he was going to play this character. I see it. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It, but, it feels what, that way. But it got to the point where he went to the wardrobe department and he said once he put the outfit on and had the long coat and all that, he said then he got a feel for the character. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> I just reminded you remember when we did the, the crow? Yeah. Tony Todd was like, I really didn't understand what my character was until I put on the rings. And I realized <laughs> my character wears rings. <laughs> That's kind of what makes me think of when you say that. That's why he said that. I know. I know. Just, it, know. Just, it just reminds me of Tony Todd like, oh, wait, I'm a guy who would wear rings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I know who I am. <sighs> What's up with Father Hennessy, huh? I've. Feel like he's always <clears throat> drinking Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> but I did like when he's has his hand on the newspapers and things, and his eyes are rolling back, and he's kind of like getting a precognate vision that he needs to go somewhere, and his hands show him where the next soul is or the next demon is. But I don't understand his connection with Constantine very well. I would. I guess the connection to Constantine is just that he also lives in this city and does weird hell stuff. But yeah, I guess he can, his thing is he can communicate with the dead through newspapers. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they really Very don't. My, my, I guess what I was getting to is, and we all kind of got there, is that we, they don't explain shit about yeah. what no. Father Hennessy does. Right, right. Except they needs alcohol when <clears throat> things go bad. It, like they, <laughs> Constantine makes him take off his Celtic. Uh, it's a Celtic. Sign of eternal life right. is what that symbol is. And he's like, you don't need this. Just do like old times. Okay. And and then he's, he's you know, finger, finger reading newspapers. <laughs> I don't get it. The director's, again, I, I know a little bit more of what he's doing only because <laughs> I watched the deleted scenes of the director commentary. Right. And he says it in a way where, like, obviously, as everybody knows, Father Hennessy has to open up to the ether. And that's why we had this scene of him ripping the uh, the tinfoil off of his windows in his apartment so he can open back up to the ether. Yeah, that's like one of those scenes that you would only know what's going on if you were a big fan of the comics. Maybe that's what it is. It's like if you read the comics, you would yeah, know exactly yeah. what he's doing. Because when, when the director said that, I thought to myself, like, none of this is obvious. No, yeah. <laughs> like, you could leave this scene in. I still would not know what the hell this guy's doing. Yeah. 
My biggest problem with it was him taking off that pentagram or whatever. And he's like rubbing it after he passes away. And he's like, why didn't you call me? But then he goes and gives it to Rachel and tells her to keep it on. You didn't care enough about the other guy to have him (laughs) keep it on. So why does she get to have the shit? Well, he needed him. To for the, just one more time open up to the ether, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Then he should have stayed with him. That's yeah. what a good person does. No, if you're friends with Constantine, you're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> he even <laughs> says much. that later. Like, hey, you probably shouldn't be here because like everyone keeps dying that I know. <laughs> yeah, it was something else I didn't really explain. He he had a line in the movie with, "Don't get yourself killed. I don't need another ghost following me around." Yeah. Or supposedly all the people that he was friends with. Ghosts follow him around and kind of haunt him. Hopefully that's the sequel, because <laughs> that sounds cool as hell. That's some odd Thomas shit, and I like it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know this is the second movie in which the angel Gabriel is stranded on Earth as a human? Hell yeah. What was the first one? The Prophecy 2, 1998. They're like one of our favorites. It's between Gabriel and Michael, I feel like. Gabriel is supposed to be like the most loyal of all the angels. Mm-hmm. Well, he was Christopher Which, Walken. Not, not in this movie, though. <laughs> Remember Christopher Walken's Gabriel. In the yeah, yeah. Well, he was trying to win the war. <laughs> he was doing a loyal thing. <laughs> so the character of Father Hennessy is a mixture of three of Constantine's allies from the comic book. Yeah. They are... <laughs> well, okay. Nidge, Archer, okay. who was a psychic. Rick the Vic, who was a priest. And Hedder, who was a portly substance abuser. And like Hennessy, all are killed for being associated with Constantine. <laughs> so, I guess to answer what we were saying earlier, no. He's not a character from the comics. <laughs> and, and no, it's not obvious. And no, it's not obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lawrence. <laughs> Might be obvious from the from what you read to create this movie. Yeah. but <laughs> So, obviously, uh, we just decided to make this dude out of a bunch of other dudes. And then he has a power that some of the dudes had. And, you know. In the original script, Father Hennessy was supposed to die of overeating and yeah. get thinner the more he eats. The script of death <laughs> was inspired by a character in the first issue of Hellblazer who died the same way. Yeah, that was kind of a weird, sneaky way they killed him in this. They tricked him into thinking he could he wasn't drinking, so he overdrank. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it still didn't hit like that's what happened to him. Yeah. It hit like that's what the cops thought happened to him, yeah, yeah, but yeah. isn't. And I don't, I don't know. It's I guess it's cool, but it was done in a way where we weren't sure if that's really how he died. Yeah, yeah. Drank to the point where he died of alcohol poisoning. Yeah. They killed him in his vice, and that's yeah. that's dope. The vice to begin with was was the thing he was doing to, to help quiet the voices. I guess he was hearing from all these dead people. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he drank. And I guess he couldn't get to his necklace because Constantine had it, which makes sense. Why wouldn't you call me? I'd give you your necklace back. Yeah. Maybe don't take his necklace in the first place. <laughs> he should not attack. I guess the point of this is do not take other people's things. Yeah. <laughs> I like your vest, woman. <laughs> oh, you're not getting it back for a while. I liked Midnight. He cracked me up. Jiman. Dijman Hansu. Dijman Hansu. Is that? That's that's exactly the right way to say it. I think so. Dij. <laughs> Because I don't want to just like say it the way you say it and think I got it right and then 
And then matpod at well, mail.com. I'm, I'm, saying it, I'm saying it the way I say it because I think I got it right. Digimon Hanzu. Okay, well, I'm going to trust you on that. So that way I, I can't be held accountable. Because it's like, well, you just, told Dustin just to say play, that. Just blame me. Yeah. My name's Dustin, by the way. What? Nope. Now we're just... And we're twins. <laughs> just to add to the confusion. I feel like he's so oblivious to what is really going on in the city. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he's just concerned with what's going on in his bar. He, yeah. It's a cool character. <laughs> it really is. But his his motives are weird. Yeah. I didn't understand. I get that he has to be impartial to the angels and the demons and all that nonsense. But what is so wrong about him sitting on that dang chair that will make things so bad? Right. Like, I don't get that at all. I don't understand it. The Somebody chair- enlighten me. No. no. Oh, there's no enlightenment. The only enlightenment for you would probably come from matpod at mail.com because I don't know. <laughs> I used to live right next to that prison that they said that chair came from. Sing Sing. Really? Yeah. And the tre- lived, like, lived like two blocks away. <laughs> and the treasure trove <clears throat> of church icons and all that that's amazing that's under there i mean that's millions i don't know i'm pretty sure the resale value on electric chairs can't be booming oh i guess the electric chair isn't from the church what if it was is that a doll it Mm -hmm. the chair looks like he's going to be going to the electric chair on death row that's what it is that's literally what it is it's literally an electric chair from death row from, okay from, so that makes sense yeah, from, yeah. From, <laughs> from sing 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 prison in new york yeah <laughs> good then i am not feeling insane why they didn't make this look better what about me. what about he, get, he he sits in that electric chair and then the way they use it is digimon just takes a, a lamp, busts the bulb, and puts it underwater yeah. to electrocute him from the feet. Like, why did you even need the chair? Just stand there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> chair probably helped. I don't know. Yeah, well, it gives him somewhere to sit. A bunch of murderers and criminals <laughs> that were electrocuted in it. They, that's, that, Literally. that probably leaves a good connection. It's the patina. <laughs> yeah. The murderer patina in it. <laughs> so I feel like would have made this better at this point, just for the hell of it. Is after he gets out, I feel like he should be God, you stink. Because he's shat all over himself like it would happen oh, normally. Yeah. yeah, no, Constantine <laughs> should have shat on himself. Electrocuted like that. Plus, he's smoking all of them cigarettes. You know his guts ain't great. Yep. Not <laughs> to mention five minutes before, Digimon had his fingers in his lungs. Yeah, everybody's trying to reach up in them lungs. <laughs> everybody's always trying to get up in Constantine's guts. You notice that? <laughs> They did a really good job recreating that spear butt head, by the way. I looked up pictures of what the real one looks like. It's identical to what they had in the movie. Really? That's yeah. cool. Yeah. I guess, I, well, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool they made that murder weapon. It's so weird to me <laughs> yeah. that they use murder weapons to like represent holy. Like the cross yeah. is like a holy thing you put on your neck, and it's like, oh, that guy's really into that's the church. What he, that's what stuff. he was tortured on. Yeah. If he was killed with a gun, would you wear a gun yeah. on your necklace well the idea of the spear is that it had jesus's blood on it the stains that were on the spear was actually the dried blood of jesus that that's what made it a holy thing yeah i didn't understand the bullets he was making i lost lost something there like a lot of the plan at the end made very little sense to me like did they make those bullets out of something 
particular? The crosses. The holy crosses they made it out of. Okay. They melted so them the, down. Are they fighting vampires? Sort of melted down crosses. Okay. I feel like it should have been melted down crosses with <clears throat> holy water. <laughs> like a little capsule inside of holy water? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think this is like the first scene where Shia LaBeouf's character actually shows he knows something about what's happening. Like he's not totally inept and just a driver. <laughs> yeah. The movie should have had more Dijmon in it, I think. Yeah. He was pretty good. Like maybe he He's one of the stronger presences in the movie. <clears throat> yeah. I was just checking real quick to make sure that Peter St- Stormare isn't in some like huge role that I don't know about that I should. Yeah. <laughs> and no. <laughs> no. This guy does movies sometimes. I've seen him before. I know him from something. But He's I can't in a it. ton of stuff, but I was just making sure it wasn't like, oh my God, this is Daniel Day-Lewis, and I'm not realizing it. He did thing. work with Keanu Reeves once again. Yeah. He was in John Wick 2. Ooh, as <laughs> Hitman 37? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> was he a part of the hotel? I don't know. I'm like kinda, one of the managers? I'm kind of digging in right now to see. Oh, he was a Russian. One of the Russians. Was he? Uh, yeah. I feel like he was a manager. Maybe a game. He was one of the one of the lead Russians. The head so ones. Peter Star Starmare, the one we're talking about, is the one that plays the devil in this movie, right? Because I feel he's like you think awesome. we're talking about <clears throat> Dijmon still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. you tend to mix up black actors. <laughs> I realize that that's I, what you were doing. <laughs> I mix up all actors when that's you start fair. talking about that's their fair. names. That's fair. People literally. <laughs> I know I should care about the actor's name. It is important, especially I'm doing a movie podcast. But I like to consider them the characters. Yeah, no, that's that. And you know what? That's how you should do it. We're not doing it the right way. When we're watching, when me and Bob watch a movie and and they introduce like (coughs) Charles, the guy that works here, and we think, oh, dope, there's Tom Sizemore. No, that's that's making the movie less for us. It's not the better way to watch it. <laughs> you're you're doing it the right way. Don't I, feel I, bad. I kind of have like a similar thing when it comes to music. Like I like music. I yeah. listen to music. But as far as like singers' names, there's very few that I remember. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> My whole thought pattern is, if I know anything about their life, if I know the sad stuff, if I know the happy stuff, I. Don't see them any longer as a fictional character in my play, my movie, my song. Mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with that nonsense. They are a figment of my imagination, and that's where they need to. You stay. want to avoid <laughs> everything that has to do with their real life yes. person, and just concentrate on the characters. Yes, but exactly. you can only really have that for secondary roles. You can't have that for <clears throat> leading men, leading women. You, yeah, I can't. It's, it's a lot harder. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> Because I can, I'm pretty sure I can pull up any movie and the leading man or leading woman on it show you it, and you're gonna know who that person is. No. Okay. We're talking so, about the main role of the movie. I get that. Yeah. My my point is though, like I love Johnny Depp. I do. He is my favorite actor in the whole world. Okay. Well, but, that's the. De- I guess not debatable for you, but. <laughs> it's debatable for other people, but. <laughs> Unless you have pulled something up and made me watch it, I had no recollection of anything he ever did until that moment you made me watch it. What are you talking about? 
like any like with the court case. Okay, until- now I did not pull that up to make you watch. My entire YouTube, all of YouTube, <laughs> yeah. was only that court case. Like you couldn't turn on a television. Not my yeah. YouTube. You could disconnect the internet <laughs> from your TV and turn your TV on, and it's playing that fucking court case for some reason. That was just everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 not on my YouTube. My YouTube, you pull it up, and you know what comes up? Audiobooks. <laughs> and cats. Well, you might have skipped over it because there was probably an audiobook about that court case. Well, I did not look at it because when I do audiobooks, it's history, romance, horror, and serial killers. Like, I get there's an algorithm <laughs> and they try to show you what you're into, kind of. Like, they try to yeah. guess, like, oh, if you like this, then you're probably like this. I don't care what type of video. You could go on YouTube and only watch <laughs> reviews of, of Cabbage Patch Kids from the 80s. You're going to see the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial it's gonna on your show, recommended. It's going to show up as recommended because so many other people yeah. watched it. And it was a popular thing. I made a point to actually at one point, because that shit went on for like a month. Whether it's in your algorithm or not, if it's a it's a trending thing, they'll still want to show yeah. it to you. I took a second to try to go through each one of them and hit not interested in this video. And it <laughs> yeah. did nothing to stop. Either way, the less I know about them, the happier I am. Some stuff's cool though, you know. Like I, it only helped me enjoy James Earl Jones when I found out he had an uh, uh, a terrible stuttering pop problem as a child. Oh yeah. yes, there's so like, many things so out there. I can argue that there's some cool stuff about actors that would like just make you like 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 uh who plays Gibbs in in uh, NCIS? It's not Mark Hamill, but it's close. I can't get it. It's not tip my tongue. I can't spit it out. I'm not arguing that point. There are some, there are amazing people that have done awesome things, courageous things out there, and they should be acknowledged for this. It's very important. But I'm not going to be one of those people to go out to find Mark Harmon. Harmon, that's it. It's not Hamill. I know that, but it is close. So Mark Harmon famously saved a man from a burning car with a sledgehammer. Just a guy crashed his car in front of Mark Harmon's house. And the car engulfed in flames, and Harmon ran out of his house with a sledgehammer, bashed the window open, and saved the guy. Yeah. And, like, that only helps me like him. Right. <laughs> it only makes me like him more. More to the fact of what you're saying, though, like, that that's a double-edged sword. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, right. <laughs> if I never looked up Steven Seagal past <laughs> he makes movies, maybe I could have enjoyed one or two more. Because <laughs> I did like Hard to Kill, Marked for Death, and uh, Out for Justice. Yeah. But after watching those three movies, I learned just a little bit about the guy. And now I can't watch the rest of his 47 <laughs> yeah. credits. Exactly. It's like with um, Rosemary's Baby. I love Rosemary's Baby. Oof. But now yeah. I absolutely hate the director and yeah, I want toughie. nothing to do. Yeah, so it's one of those things. If I don't look it up. Things that I actually enjoyed but, and loved, I can still love and not feel guilty about loving it. I agree with that. Yeah. But also, God forbid, you have a movie podcast and yeah. you accidentally get on there and be like, you know who's fucking amazing? <laughs> Woody Allen. I yeah. love this guy. He can do no wrong. And then you find out. He you did know? some wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, Roman Polanski is probably one of the best dudes. You know, he just, well, actually, there's a, there's a problem there. <laughs> I can't disagree. But you don't want to say that on the internet <laughs> by accident. <laughs> See, that's why I have you. Yeah. You just go in and you cut all my bullshit but you, out. But this whole thing head. started with you telling me it sucks that I tell you about the actors. <laughs> it does. It does suck. I just all wish right, you You know would... what? 
I don't know what you want from me no she, more. She just wants to know the good stuff about the actress. Okay. <laughs> I don't even want to know that. What I want you to do is when I make bad blunders, which I do. Just edit it out <laughs> just quietly. Just edit it out. Yeah. 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 I, I just want you to, to edit that. out the things I say quietly. Don't ever tell me not to say it again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can be ignorant. <sighs> Just a little. Suffice it to say, this is not going to be edited out. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start on this one. I did like that they put the holy water in the, what do you call it? The in the fire? Sprinkler. Water, sprinkler. Water. Yeah, yeah. sprinkler system. That was yeah. dope. That was very cool. It was an easy way well, to get just, rid of hardly does, Is that how holy water works? Mm. You just put a cross in the water and now it's holy water? No. I feel like you have to say prayer over <laughs> yeah. it. You have Pretty to sure be. No. It's got to be done by a, a priest. priest. Yeah. yeah. Are know. you sure a cabbie can't do it? <laughs> I don't know. But he might have been a priest. He might have gone online and done it yeah. online. I'm an ordained minister because of minister.org. It's hard Both to, of it, you are, right? It's hard to tell since not. he doesn't have the collar. Yeah, if he's not wearing the collar, does he have any of the small boys around him? Oh, God. No, that's when you'll tell. need to be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> no. What am I going to do? Protect the fucking Catholic Church? Everybody knows. <laughs> Let me edit that out just in case. <laughs> There's a way I could have said that that would absolutely have to be edited out. <laughs> but it would have been funnier. So, uh, just aside from John Constantine, the only characters to survive the transition from comic to film are Ellie, who was... The one in this scene here that says holy water and had a huge part that got cut. Yeah. Papa Midnight, Chaz Kramer, and Gabriel. Every other character was invented for the movies. Now we know she did not need to be a twin. So it's based on the comic and this every the main plot of the movie is all created. Well, the whole like the the dying from from cancer that's all from different... right 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 the part about Constantine yeah more from the comics, I was just I guess I'm saying like Rachel Weiss's character and her whole storyline with her sister and all that's that all invented for just the film. Cre- yeah, yeah, yeah 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 okay <laughs> even even they noticed they didn't mention <clears throat> Satan really Satan not in the comics with Constantine I doubt it <laughs> in in in, Const- in in Hellblazer his big arch enemy is a demon named Nergal okay. If they're talking about heaven and hell and, and demons and all this, Satan's got to be a part of it somewhere. I will find out. I'm, I'm have, sure at least he's mentioned. <laughs> I have a podcast I started listening to this morning in, in the tub that goes through yeah. pretty much the entirety of Hellblazer yeah. just in 10-minute in episodes, okay. giving you a, a just an idea. I, I just wanted to, like, I don't want to go into it like, there was a comic book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wanted to at least know. Yeah, everything I personally know about Constantine, I got from this movie and the short tv series it was yeah i've not <laughs> seen the tv series yet yeah dude hands down best acting in the movie probably tilda swinton right did yeah, we see that already yeah. gabriel like she she it was phenomenal she was the first choice for that part too then she's great and they they thought they thought the studio was going to fight against us because she wasn't a big name at the time you know she's royalty right really yep she is a direct descendant of was it king george the first one of the Scottish kings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not know that. Something. One of her direct descendants was like a character in the movie Braveheart. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she kind of looks like Mary Queen of Scots. That's too many names. Sorry. <laughs> not your fault. <laughs> it's just. It's just that if you got all those names, it's like pick one, <laughs> pick one or two. 
I think I gave it the shortest version. I think she had a lot more to go on with that. Mm, too much. Queen Mary. That's fair. Mary the Queen. That's fair. You start adding too much stuff to it. It's like, what, ah, if, you, right. what if you just change the order? What if it's assistant to the regional manager? Instead of Mary Queen of Scots, <laughs> it was Queen Mary of Scots. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, did you know <laughs> Queen made the soundtrack to Highlander? Yep. Yep. Who wants to live forever? No man can be my wall. <laughs> I feel like this one didn't have a soundtrack. <laughs> it, well, it did. It had, like, we mentioned it earlier. It had, like, the, the basic. Yeah. Orchestral. Yeah, like spiritual orchestra kind of music. Yeah. <laughs> it has your John Williams esque stuff in I it. I don't know that there were any lyrics in any of the no, music. In this no, no songs. <laughs> no copywritten music in this one. Even the, the credits, <clears throat> I don't think a song plays in the credits. Like, it doesn't have that, that rap song that tells you the whole plot of the movie that's in so many yeah. movies. Cassatine was a man going to hell, but then he made a crazy <laughs> deal. I can't remember which movie we did that you hated because it went through the whole storyline at the end. It's been a couple. <laughs> there was one specific you were so I know. mad about. I can't think of which one it was either, but it, it was so stupid. Was it Risky Business? We haven't done Risky Business yet. Which is the one we did with they had the ducks. Uh, not the... Just trying to think. <laughs> In the line of fire, John Malkovich killed a guy because he shot a duck. <laughs> no, I'm thinking the wrong one. It was uh, Bette Midler, and they kidnapped her. That one. What was that one? Terrible people, awful people. Yeah, what? I think that one had a song like that. Ruthless, <laughs> ruthless people. people. Yeah, there we go. It might have been at the end. <laughs> Dave DeVito was a character in this, and he did a thing. And suck. <laughs> <laughs> What? You found one of my favorite movies. That was Bob's pick. No, it wasn't. It was mine. I picked that one. Ruthless People? Yeah. That was my pick. Yeah, I didn't pick that. Both of you are very mad at me about that one. <laughs> I didn't mind that movie. That was a bad I felt like that was Bob's pick. No. No. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm planning to make you very mad at me again. All right. Oh. Now, hold on. <laughs> That's not fair. You can't weaponize. Who, who has the next pick, by the way? It's Sylvia. <laughs> so, do you, you already know what you're picking? I think so. Okay. okay. We'll save it for the end of the show. But. Yeah. <laughs> Which should have happened probably 40 minutes ago. Let's put a tack in that for the moment. and <laughs> Just wait a little while for her to upset you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like some art and leave ways. <laughs> I mean, we could sit here and go through the rest of everything that happened in the movie. Like I did. Some, I some did. Sort of movie podcast. I know you kind of had an issue with the devil. Let's get to, let's let's just get into it. Let's get to it because I want to see. I'm curious on Sylvia's thoughts. I've not talked. Somebody to Somebody posted something online that said when the devil first sits down in the chair, they show underneath the chair from behind, and it it showed three crosses with the chair legs. Huh. And it represent represented God being there, but I don't see it. They're they're upside down crosses, which is the sign of Satan. Yeah, N- maybe Satan. <laughs> I think whoever made that comment was kind of maybe they were upside yeah. down watching the movie. <laughs> you get some ridiculous IMDb facts. <laughs> so yeah, Peter Starmore, St- Storm, Stormare, Stor- Storm Cloud, <laughs> Storm Cloud, roll out. It's a stormy horse, Storm yeah. Mare, Storm Mare. Very good. <laughs> I did not like his portrayal of as the devil. Yeah, it hit me like a slick, like just like a sleazy kind of character. Mm-hmm. I that's, didn't that's mind about that. all it hit me as. Sleazy, yeah, I see that in him, but but almost like he wants too much. 
I don't think Su- Lucifer <clears throat> wants that much. Yeah. Like when we did Prophecy, another one of your picks. I loved the way Lucifer was betrayed in that one by Viggo Mortensen because he was he was almost as omnipotent as you would imagine God was because he's he was God's favorite angel. Yeah. And only went to hell because he was jealous that he showed so much attention to to humans. So he hates humans, we know that. Right. But this one paints him like he's thirsty for human death. <laughs> Which I don't, I, I just don't imagine that's seemed how he would me, be. Seem, I don't know. I got the impression he was more thirsty just to get Constantine in hell. <laughs> like he's been waiting for so long. You're the one that got away kind of thing. Yeah. I just feel like he'd play his cards more close to the chest than that. Yeah. Like we're talking about a being that's been around since before Earth has been around. I did like and the scene around him though. He's acting like he needs some crack right now. When when like <laughs> when time froze all around him when he came that's in. That's cool as hell. Yeah. I did like that. Yeah. The glass just hovering in the air as he's walking through it. They touch on the fact that in hell, time pretty much stops. And then then they kind of have devil show up and time almost (laughs) stops. It's moving slowly. Very. But just the fact that he's there, that was cool as hell. Damn it. (laughs) Damn it to hell. Uh, But no, his performance as Lucifer, I didn't like it. And I almost, I was going to bring it up on the show, of course. But when you told me he was slated to be in the sequel that really yeah. started me up i'm like well why are they doing that to the next one <laughs> well i mean at this point they established him as the devil he's already there I know, but it's already i feel like it was an accident <laughs> i don't know i guess we gotta ask so you you know how we feel about it mm-hmm. how do you feel about his performance as satan in this i'm not a completely against it i don't like what they put him in i mean I feel like his suit should have been like red. You didn't like the clothing. That's I didn't like the clothing. For me, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> should he himself looked more like a devil, like red skin and horns? And- no, I have no <laughs> problem with that. I have the problem with the fact that his feet have burnt ashes that on was him, really and his weird. veins have the black going through. It was like black slime coming off his feet. I yeah. liked that. I liked I, the tar in like, a I like pure that. white suit. But That's what I had. The when issue. he comes down, he's got black tar all over his feet. Oh, <laughs> it was just weird. Like, <laughs> that, ah, I just thought that was cool. It's like <laughs> no, it was. It was cool, but in a weird way. Yeah. <laughs> like it was that betrayal, and when he grabs, um, when he grabs Rachel. And he's holding up his son. You have the reflection. I love that part. Oh, that's cool. But too, when yeah. he yeah. walks back in, it's kind of like he lost the complete persona of who he was, and he his walks composure. in like a regular when man, he deals with and it's weird. Yeah. When he deals with Gabriel and Maimon, his son, he acts in the way I I assumed yes. he would. But then when he goes back to Constantine, he's back to like, let me just get. Come on, man! I got twenty bucks later. You can give me just a hit. <laughs> come on, man! I'll suck your dick. <laughs> Like, that's yeah. how I get from him. And I don't like it. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, I get that. <laughs> what's it? Uh, he's acting like an like unruly, spoiled child. He's Yes. That's what it is. He's acting like un- the same way when he first came in. He's very spoiled. He wants his way. It's not how you portray Lucifer, I feel like, should be. I feel like you should be very composed and... That's what I was thinking. <laughs> like... That part doesn't make sense. So he has good parts where he's okay, and then he has other parts where he's completely off key. We've seen it, you know, we've seen actors portray Lucifer in countless 
yes. shows and Some movies. Is. And I've never, it's never stuck to me like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Every single time I've just kind of been like, oh, that's a cool choice. <laughs> this is the one time I've watched a movie and someone portrayed him that I, that wasn't a comedy. Yeah. That I was just like, ah, okay. What, what, ew. <laughs> like, he's either Satan or going to a methadone clinic. <laughs> yeah. Definitely kind of looks like a drug addict jonesing. Yeah, I feel but he's like. like but the, he kind of is, though. He's jonesing for Constantine's soul. <laughs> I do get that. Like, the, part of me understands that thought, that thought process. Yeah. He's been wanting this dude for so long. But the other part of me is like, but this guy's been around since before Earth. I know, yeah. So. The short amount of time he's been waiting for Constantine's nothing. It should not affect him in that way. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Too. Constantine giving him a finger as he's rising up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he should act that way. If now imagine if he only acted that way after Constantine gave him the finger. How cool would that have been? Like, oh, behind yeah. all this facade of composure, you're just a spoiled child. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. would have been cool as hell. But they they do it the whole time. Like I get it. Like I know where they're going from because he was spoiled because he he got jealous with God. He got thrown down because he was unruly. I get what they were going for, but they went too far with it. I think throughout the scene, he had a lot, he had a little bit of time here to work with. I think he should have grown to that psychotic, <coughs> give me what's mine at the end, yeah. but he started with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But then he started with it. But then, like we said, he went and dealt with Gabriel and Maimon, but in such a composed, powerful yes. way. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not against him coming back for the sequel. I think he can come back and maybe do it again. Right. I think just like Keanu needs to play the character a little bit funnier, maybe. Yeah. Or at least wittier. Or, or, yeah, yeah, something. I think he needs to play that character a little <clears throat> bit more composed until he's pushed to be. Maybe that's why yeah. Keanu Reeves wanted to do another one. <clears throat> he didn't hit it right. Maybe he felt like that, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's where the director now that comes he's Now that he's more mature and, and mm-hmm. gone through more movies and more experience. Take all that experience in there yeah. with it do it again. I like this movie. I yeah, enjoyed yeah. watching it. It's cool. It's cool as hell, dude. Damn it to hell, brother. Uh, it's good enough that 20 years later, it's getting a sequel, so. <laughs> yeah. And and 20 years later, we're watching it, and the CGI, there wasn't pretty much anything in it that didn't hold up. Yeah. The G- scenes in hell were great. Gavin Rosdale getting beat up to the point where his face falls to bits. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. That shit looked great. I hope they give... Ellie more time in the sequel because she is a big part of the comics. His yeah. demon succubus girl. Yeah. It'd be cool if Tilda Swinton came back, came back as a, as a human Gabriel. Right. Yeah. Cause again, she, she was a, a really big presence in this. Yeah. Movie. She would have to be like trying to make amends to get back into heaven or something, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause she was, she was one of the ones that causing all the problems. <laughs> it was kind of weird for me at the end when she tries to get him to kill her. Oh yeah. Like you've lost your grace. Well, she can't kill herself <laughs> or she won't go to heaven. Right. For sure. <laughs> I don't know how she's going to get there after she tried to like take over. Yeah. Hell spawn. <laughs> but it was just weird that she tried to convince him to kill her. Like, like still trying to tempt him to go to hell. Like, are you working for the devil now? Is that what we're to <laughs> yeah. assume? It was I, it was a really cool scene, choice, shot. The way they did it, the whole way around, I liked it. When when Satan pulls the tar from from pulls the cancer out of his lungs, lungs. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. 
Well, he had to say, well, see, that didn't see. He did that. And then he also must have healed the cuts on his wrist, too. That never gets talked about. Never gets touched on. Prevented him from dying and going, going to heaven after the sacrifice. And he he wasn't dying from lung cancer in that moment. He was dying from cutting his wrists. So they had, he just completely healed him. Yeah, I guess. To we're keep, we're to doing keep, work for the movie. To keep him from going to heaven so that there's a chance he may do something wrong yeah. and go to hell later. Prove that he belongs in hell. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Rachel Weiss is going to be in the second one. At the end of this movie, you would almost <clears throat> expect them to get together, but they don't. Yeah. I don't know if they need to. If, if you're going to make a sequel, I think there's so much. It's such a rich oh, yeah. comic history that like you don't need to introduce but some just, love interest. Just based on the first movie with her... <clears throat> Having this sight that she has, it's like he, like she could be his apprentice kind of thing. Maybe in the sequel. I mean, I don't know how it's going to turn. The sequel's going to turn. I out, mean, like Men in Black. There's so many different ways they could go with it. What's her name in Men in Black? I won't. I will not pull it right now. But the one that was working in the morgue that Will Smith was kind of flirting with Rosario Dawson. No, no. but I, I was almost very impressed. She was one of them. What is she? She's in the sequel. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. They, she's just working in the morgue in the first movie, and then in the second movie, she's like Will Smith's partner. Yeah, and that sucked. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't think we need her in the next one. You know, this is not the first time they've been in a movie together, right? Yeah, what other one were they in? You made me watch it the other day. I did. Yep. I made you watch a Keanu Reeves movie the other day. Morgan Freeman, Keanu Reeves, Rachel Vice. I made you watch this. Well, what, what was it? Go ahead, say it. We were watching it. <laughs> Chain reaction. Huh. Never heard of it. No, I've heard of it. I know. I, know I, I, I once you mentioned it, I know. It, I, I remember it, but I don't remember us talking about it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, watched in the living room. Oh wait, yeah, I do now. Okay, wow, I'm getting old, <laughs> dude. For a second, I started thinking I was crazy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, he really doesn't remember. My brain this? doesn't work the way it used to. <laughs> we were watching it, but you know what? Most of the time, we were watching it. I was on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> we were watching it, walking out, smoking a couple cigarettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come back, checking in the rest. <laughs> yeah, chain reaction. They were together. Because I had, se- I think I had seen that one before. So, any big scenes popping out? Favorite scenes in the movie? In this? Yeah, I really liked his little uh, holy gun shotgun yeah, thing that was he had. Well. It's cool. I hope that comes back. <laughs> Cross shape shape shotgun. Yeah, he actually had. He went to some gunsmith or something and had one. Another a duplicate made, and he Keanu Reeves gifted it to the director. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they said the thing's made out of solid brass. It's like thirty five pounds. <laughs> Just absolutely useless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the one of the first scenes with the mirror with the demon inside. Yeah, and the reflecting. The first possession. Yeah. I don't know. I. I Dustin's gonna hate me. <laughs> I like the scene at the end when the devil froze time and was walking through that glass. No, I liked that too. <laughs> I liked that too. Because that's the, that was great. You're talking about the one time where he's pulls, not acting crazy. Pulls Rachel Weiss out of the way of the night, yes. out of the way of that blade. I love that Tilda Swinton immediately looks like I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe this was a bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that scene. That was a good scene. <laughs> And the mirror, like you said, that that was also a very good scene. My favorite scene, and it 
I like it because, like I said, nowadays the movie it would have dropped like like some Ozzy Osbourne beat <laughs> when he sets off the sprinklers with the holy water, and they all start running at him, and he's just blowing them away. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. That probably my favorite scene in the movie because I I love action movies, and that was the most action this movie had going on. <laughs> him just shotgunning through demons. Yeah. Hi, my name's John. So good. <laughs> That is up there with the scene of him threatening. We didn't talk on it, on it really, but threatening Gavin Rosdale's character of "I'm not going to send you to hell." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm forgiving you and sending you to the hell. That was pretty good. I do like that scene too. <laughs> no, what? No, you can't. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're not a priest. <laughs> like it's funny that he knew it had to be a priest, but he didn't know he had to ask for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just surprise. Good job on Ro- Rosdale. I can't. Say that enough. Yeah. And now I'm going to find out Gavin Gavin Rosdale is also famous for like horrible humanitarian <laughs> rights or something. <laughs> Least. For me, it's an important scene, but it's just maybe it's the editing's wrong or just a, a lapse in, in, in writing. I, I don't know what to blame it on, but it's it's when Rachel Weiss first goes to Constantine's apartment and asks him for help and he cannot give her the time of day. Just, wow, if you could just leave. I'm very busy. Can you leave? And then she leaves. Zero interest. It just does not, does not care less. She leaves. He sees those bats flying, chases after her and is like, please just hear me out. Please just listen to me. And she's like, I don't have time for this. (laughs) Yeah. What is this movie at at that point? Cause it's, it's like scene (laughs) to scene. It's, it's her. Please talk to me. No, I ain't got time for this. Then chasing after her. No, listen. You don't understand. There's a he- there's a war between heaven and hell, and she's just like, "This is crazy talk, and I don't have time for it." Like you just were asking him for help. What? Did, what? What? They flip flop so fast, and it doesn't even feel like real people anymore. Yeah. My <laughs> least favorite, I think, was right toward the end when they were like gearing up to go. You know, when they were uh-huh. Shalabup was loading the bullets and all that. Yeah, they, they were doing the <laughs> whole gear up before the final battle scene. It was such a letdown. It was so, so such a. It was. I mean, Supernatural had better gearing up to go after the bad guy scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I think we've just been spoiled with good gearing up scenes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I think my least favorites were when Rachel's sister's getting ready to commit suicide and she's falling off, and you just don't really feel like it. Just don't feel the emotion you should in the moment. I guess. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to because, like we mentioned earlier, it's it's just confusing. Yeah. yeah. My sister would not kill herself. That that the whole drive behind the detective trying to find out what happened is well, there's no way she would have killed herself. Oh no, she did. Oh okay. And that just <laughs> and they don't uh, okay. give you a reason. No, why. nothing, nothing more than that. Just yeah. oh, she did. Uh, okay. Now I have to just take it and believe it. She did it, but we can't explain how it happened. Yeah. How it happened, why it happened. And, they, and, and we can't sit here and be like, well, you know, they're making a movie from a book. So they got, cause, cause we <laughs> yeah. know now that that yeah. all was added. Yep. They could have done whatever they wanted to. Yeah. I think all of our least favorite scenes are all things they added for this movie. Yeah. And weren't from the comics. Yeah. <laughs> so if we had to write this thing, six. I'm at a six. That's crazy. It's not bad. It's not good. It's, it's absolutely not, not bad. Something memorable, but it's not something where you're like, "Oh, I don't want to sit here." I think I liked, a- I liked it more than that. I think <laughs> probably 
You got me not wanting to say seven anymore. That's why I'm at a six. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go to eight. That's fair. Because <laughs> I probably would have said seven. <laughs> I, I got to six before that because I was, but I was going off of, because I know we've done these types of movies before. I was going off of early 2000s comic book adaptions. We had yeah. Blade. We had Daredevil. We I love those two. I don't know that this one's worse than those. I don't think that at all. No. I just think the parts where they strayed from the comic right. were such misses that but also you can't you can't just give it a super low rating because again we talked about it, it's the first movie this director ever made. Yeah. Uh in 05 superhero adaption movies still was not the MCU idea of, oh, that's just how you make a great movie. Yeah. It was like, okay, you're going to make a hero movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think I'm at six because, and that's a six, that's a hopeful six. That You're, you're going to make a hero movie that's not an ex-military soldier? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted more background information on people. I really yeah. like They zoom through stuff. Yeah. Father Hennessy is, is, is just an enigma. Yeah. And then and, and I would be fine if that's how it was meant to be. But when I heard that director say, and obviously, you know, he's opening up to the ether. Do you know no one knows that? Yeah, it's, it's only obvious to you. <laughs> Did you see the movie everybody else saw at the end? <laughs> but no, I liked it. I, I liked it. Yeah. I love that it happened. <laughs> I did. It did. Like I said, it made me want to watch Devil's Advocate the whole time. Now that now that superhero movies are pretty much owning all the box office now. Now they're going to make a sequel to this one. <laughs> That's why it's so hard for me to give this a six. Is I watch it and I'm like, well, this is ten times better than fucking Shang Chi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. This is this is eleven. But it's in times a different better. wheelhouse. Yeah, you hold it to a higher standard. I do at least. Yeah. So I, I will. I, I I put it at a six, and 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 it's because I'm 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 you know like we mentioned last episode. I'm I'm making myself not pick seven. It's the same like reason I like the crow. But I feel like they could have gone into better explanation about something. When you have such a huge storyline with background information, I feel like when you don't take the time to take something and research the things beforehand to give it more substance, you're letting down the people that know these comics. Like, if I was into Constantine, I probably would have given it a two or a three if I actually knew the background. Right, but because I don't know the background, it's right where I enjoy it. It's good, but if I was a fanatic about it, I would hate it. It's and hard for me to say it. I'd ever go that low for it because it's like I said, it's better than Shang Chi. <laughs> it's better than it's better than a lot of Marvel movies. So just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, but I'm curious to see if the sequel ends up becoming part of the DC universe. Like if they include it. Does it, it in, want to be? I don't know. I'm just. Would you want to be? I'm just curious to see what, that, what direction they go with it. That universe <laughs> is a GD mess right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Constantine needs to and be And I part don't of think that. it's necessarily part of the movies. I think it's part of the people that participated in the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think for The Crow, first of all, just to touch back on what you said, it's kind of not fair. To, to talk about how the crow didn't do well because like that's the worst thing that could happen on a movie happened on that movie oh, like no. your main yeah, yeah. lead star died yeah. <laughs> before you were done yeah. <laughs> like I the worst thing that, that could like i really love the crow it's one of my favorite movies yeah. to watch it's just the fact that it's such a huge expand of knowledge that you have it's not like somebody just has a screenplay or 
something like that where you have a little bit to feed off of. It's the same right. problem sometimes, I have with Spider-Man. Sometimes when they do these kind of movies, they, they rely too much on expecting the audience to know the background already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's the same problem I have with Spider-Man. You have four or five Spider-Mans where then the first story is the exact same freaking story. (laughs) Why the heck do you do that? When you have years of comics, you can go to a completely different year and do a different thing. Three origin stories in ten years. Yes. (laughs) But with the crow. I don't understand it. That is one book. Yeah. Because the crows, they, they, yeah, they had more books, but they're always mm-hmm. different people. It's just the one book where Eric Draven, who who was just Eric, yeah, in the book. Uh, this one, it's not an origin story, right? They don't they they touch on yeah he tried to kill himself as a kid, yeah. but they just touch on it very very yeah small. very very quick little flashback about so it. So they kind of do what we want. They kind of do just cut into a bit of the story and give us that, which is cool. So the sequel, they have so much more to work with, right? Like, I like that. I do. I'm just saying that if I was somebody that knew that, I'd be have more expectations than I do. But since I'm not that person, I'm fine with it being a six. The Most of the complaints um, people had, like the true comic fans had about the movie, was the fact that it is an English guy that looks just like Sting. Yeah, from the police. Like yeah. it's, and then in this one, he's from L.A. and he's didn't Keanu they want to get actually get Sting to do it first? I don't know. I think in the sequel, it's going to be The Rock. I think The Rock's playing Constantine in the new one. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. These halflings are going back. That's not The Rock. When I do Stone Cold, (laughs) but I tilt my head back and go up like that, that's The Rock for me. Oh. Finally! Because it really, they kind of both sounded the same (laughs) a lot. If you ever go back and watch those promos and them yelling at each other, they kind of start to sound like the same voice because they're so hoarse from screaming. (laughs) Maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, brother. So, it's that time now for us to take a little glimpse into the future of Movies Against Time and just get a taste of what's coming next. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> okay, you guys are going to hate me. Sweet. Rosemary's Baby 2. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> no, I'm doing a double whammy to you guys if oh, no. you'll deal with me. Okay. Why do so, I feel like I gotta watch two movies? You do. That's what? not ever. This is unprecedented, and I'm not sure I agree. We're gonna hear you out, but then we are gonna probably yell at you. <laughs> I know you are, but hear me out. I'm over it. We have this movie for Halloween, and then we only have one more movie for Halloween, and then Halloween's over for us. What I was thinking was, I've never seen the original House of Wax. I want to see it more than anything in the world. And that one's with Vincent Price. But the other House of Wax is... With trash. Jared Padalecki from yes. Supernatural. Uh, more importantly, Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> so what I was thinking, I was people, thinking less importantly, but... <laughs> was we could do a back-to-back <clears throat> on how much better my Vincent Price's probably is to the newer one. <laughs> but you're not sure yet. No, that's what I want. It's all up to if you two will agree to this. Otherwise, it's definitely going to be the older House of Wax. Okay, well, it's depending. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I I will go out and say I do not want to watch the Paris Hilton one. (laughs) I'll just say that now. I, too, have not seen the original. Criticize it like crazy. No, but I've seen it. I know. I've never seen the original. I have seen Paris Hilton's. No. I know. 
Everyone should see it. It's just you get to like criticize it about how wonderful my Vincent Price is. <laughs> so just doing a quick check, it is unavailable anywhere. No, we'd have to buy it. You have to buy it. Yeah. I would have to buy it for us. I've already checked that out. I think it's the highest is four dollars. And that one I believe is Amazon or something. And then I think showing, Prime is two ninety nine. Showing YouTube, Google Play Movies, Amazon Prime, and Voodoo. Two ninety nine for all except Voodoo's three ninety nine. Okay, that was the one that I was seeing. So I would buy it for us to watch. The original from nineteen fifty three has ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Fifty <coughs> three, what? Oh yeah, okay, never mind. And then the <laughs> remake from two thousand five has twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I can go ahead and tell you without having to watch any of them that the original is better. I'm pretty sure, just because how could Vincent Price not be better than anyone else? Just given. You know how Google like auto autofills when you start typing something in? It'll autofill the rest. I typed in House of Wax and it autofilled nineteen eighty. Is there a third movie we don't know about? I, <laughs> well, I clicked on it as 1980, and then the show went in 1953. Okay. I don't know. So I don't get it. <laughs> All right. I guess that's our next one, folks. Stay tuned. Double feature? Double feature. We're doing a dub feature. This this is opening up a door for me that you guys should have never opened. I expect this next episode to be, what, three hours long? My next movie pick <laughs> is Chuck Norris. I don't understand. Which one do you mean? Oh, you don't understand. We're watching <laughs> all of the Chuck Norris movies. <laughs> <laughs> My next pick is Kurt Russell. That doesn't make any sense. It does. It's all the Kurt Russells. <laughs> I'm going to compare all the Batman movies. All the different actors that have played Batman. Yeah. Dude, this next episode is going <laughs> to... The one after this one, it's going to take about a month to listen to. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like what you heard, if you could please leave us a five-star review. Should we? You know what? Let's do a giveaway. Yeah. Because we need these reviews. It helps the show. What are we giving away? We are going to give away a pre-owned copy on VHS. Because <laughs> it is Halloween, right? I mean, it's yes. the spooky month. We should throw it. And it's a movie we've done. Yeah. Let's give away. For for one of the five star reviews, and I'll I'll check, and we'll call out the winner on the next episode. Let's do a copy of Silence of the Lambs on VHS. You know how rare that is. Yeah, roughly tens of thousands are left. <laughs> We're gonna pick one five star review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you have. Send us a screenshot at matpod at mail dot com, or we are also on Instagram, Movies Against, Twitter at Movies Against. Give us a screenshot of your of your five star review, and one of you is going to get sent a copy of Silence of the Lambs, famously retrospectively reviewed by the Movies Against Time podcast. Should we sign it? We shouldn't. Know, I'm, about, I'm about to go on there and review thing right now. You're not getting it, Bob. <laughs> you are disqualified, and you should have reviewed by now. Be safe out there, folks. All the context stuff. I did it all. Did you? I'm going to